Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 460. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. And, uh, well, I usually get this point in time, say we're going to talk football for the next two hours. And I, you know what? Charles has given us this great agenda that everything else, you know, we've just completed week 21 of the CFL season. The uh, 2020 CFL season is now over. We're going to have the playoffs coming up this week uh, or this weekend coming up. And uh, you know what? I don't want to talk football. Let's talk about the fucking U.S. election and how really, truly screwed up it is, you know? Um, no, we can't do that. We'll talk football tonight, honestly. But it would be fun, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be fun to do a whole show on how screwed up the U.S. system is? This electoral college, so many people don't understand how or what it is and how it works. As a Canadian, I got a pretty good grasp of it. But so many Americans are just, oh, 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 but he didn't win the popular vote. He shouldn't be. Well, so what? It's not about popular vote. It's about the Electoral College. And uh, if Canada had this, which I actually think is a pretty interesting system. I'm not saying it's not doesn't have its warts. But if Canada had this um, and we had a federal election, we wouldn't have it, the election wouldn't be over before Winnipeg closes the polls and starts counting. You know, Ontario and Quebec decide who's going to run our country. It's got nothing to do with us in Western Canada. And so many people that, well, that's why we need Wexit. Uh, no, we don't need Wexit. We need some reform. We need some organization. We need some reliability. We need, we need a revolution. Okay, anyhow, um, enough election talk. I, I just think it's funny. I think it's funny that they had an election yesterday and they counted the votes and they still have no fucking idea who the president is. Uh, which is really funny because I thought Trump would have won by a landslide. But uh, not that I'm a fan of his. He's a despicable human being. Uh, I'm still talking about this election, aren't I? Okay, well, let's get off of that and talk some football. Uh, what's happening in football? Um, come on. Uh, now we're going to talk about Edmonton Eskimos former equipment manager, Dwayne Mandruzicki, or whatever his name is. Who cares? He's gone. Um, yeah, I love his quote. I gave them 49 years. They couldn't give me one. No, you didn't give them 49 years. They paid you while you were there. Okay, we'll talk about that later. G. Roy Simon. No, we're not talking about G. Roy Simon. Sergio Castillo. All right. Randy Ambrosi. No. Kevin Glenn. Yes. Okay. It, uh I, what's this thing about Charles Barkley? That's left over from last week. We'll have to see what that is if we get time to it. Anyhow, so um, let's open up the phone lines. Uh, phone lines, the panel board, whatever. Introduce our panel, our our CFL aficionados, um, the men who share this radio show with me. Not just boys, men. men Charles men, Cliff, how you doing? Men, men, men. Good. I'm <laughs> sitting here and. Talking football, and it's raining and windy outside. Kind of sounds like what football weather in BC. Yes, we would be entering the playoffs this weekend if we were playing, but we're not. Uh, kind of reminds you of Empire Stadium, doesn't it? Don't you love those 
November games at Empire? I only went to one game at Empire as a kid. Uh, it was during the Peony. It was in the last year at Empire Stadium. I was four oh, years old. What? That that's end of the Peony. That's that's September. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, I remember it because it was my first ever Lions game. But I remember okay. the day we went. It was pouring rain in, in August. Sometimes we get these rain. Rain clouds coming in in August. It wasn't really a storm, but it was pouring rain. So I, re- that's, that's I know kind of during I know the P&E. Like, yeah. It rains during the P&E. It's just a fact. Yeah, for whatever reason, during the P&E, it's always raining. Yes. It always rains during the P&E, and it always seems to rain during Lions, Lions training camp. It's always raining then. Yeah. Yeah. Even in Kamloops sometimes. Okay. Let's move on and find who else we got. Mark. Mark over in uh, Winterpeg. How you doing? What's your weather like? It's not winter yeah, yet? It's not, it was uh, almost 18 degrees today. So. Yeah, it was pretty warm here. And too. sunny. Yeah, we're supposed to hey, stay warm. Hey, like sunny. It was a gorgeous day. I needed my sunglasses today. Okay. So you're you're looking for a new job, right? That's Ooh, what I heard. Less, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, you, put that out on, you, you put that out on Facebook, said that you're yeah. looking for a new job. Okay, so any listeners that's in Winnipeg <laughs> and are looking for some grunt laborer, um, that's me. Get, get, get a hold of Mark, because that's kind of what he's qualified for. That's so, me. <laughs> <laughs> Will, don't you have a subsidiary office in Winnipeg or anything? No? Uh, nope. Okay, good for but you. If we, if, but if we did, I'd hire Mark right away. Oh, I'm sure you would. No, I'm well, sure yeah, I mean, would. he likes his coffee brought to him promptly. <laughs> no, 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 but no, 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 no. But I believe, I believe you can teach anybody anything as long as they show up every day. Okay? Yep. That's right. And I, yeah. I know Mark would be reliable that way, so. Okay. Yeah. He 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 t- ditched our podcast so that he could get up at two o'clock in the morning to go to work. That's I mean, right. That's serious commitment. I personally think he should be committed for it, but that's besides the point. Is it well, two o'clock in the morning now? No, you can't ditch our podcast, Charles. You have to put stick around. Hey, where am I going to go? I don't know. I don't know. William. Hello, buddy. How you doing? You know, I was just thinking. I was thinking today that, you know, 2020 has been a pretty downer year. Okay. We got an extra hour this weekend. Yeah, but it's been yeah. a pretty downer year in general because of COVID. Because of COVID, Lack of football. There's, no, there's no CFL. So I, I'm thinking 2021. There's going to be an up it's going to be an up year. Well, we and hope I, so. And I think what I think what'll start off in the, with the CFL is I'm sure when they do decide there's a season next year, the next thing they're going to announce is that 2022 is the year that the Halifax Schooners will will be a team in the CFL. <laughs> and and that'll be a that'll be a very very big day in the CFL. Because we'll have ten teams, and then we can even things out. And I am 
so excited and ecstatic about that. You know what? If I didn't have a job in Calgary, I might move to Halifax. That would be cool. That'd Maybe you cool. can retire there. How many sarcastic you know comments you know, were in that statement you know what, by Charles, Will? How many? You know what, Charles? <laughs> There's some really, really cheap, some cheap real estate there, Charles. Oh, as hell matter yeah. Of fact, as a matter of fact, I was yes, looking it's called Halifax. two years ago, two years ago, Lewisburg, Nova Scotia, okay, which is a very nice little town with a big fort. I found a place, and it was, it was 6,000 square feet, yeah. five acres, and it was $194,000. I know. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. If you do not have to earn a living, if you are financially stable... I'd move there in a heartbeat. It's a fabulous place to live. But if you have to go there and earn a living... Forget it. You can't afford the mortgage on a $190,000 piece of property. No, you can't. Newfoundland has lost more oil, so... Yeah. Yeah. Irving's pulling out more stuff. So, okay. You know, That's hey, in so New Brunswick. Mark, I got a question. I got a question for Mark. So, Mark, why do you think it's gone? The hotel industry for the next five years. Um, major conferences where you're looking at four, five, six, seven—you know, upwards of a couple of thousand people—take yeah, two or three years. Happen. Well, no, and it takes two or three years to coordinate those. If not right. longer. Right. There's no travel. Companies are realizing that, hey, the guys can stay home and do their meeting on their computer, and we don't have to pay for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Z- Zoom is amazing. That's a major thing. Why are you sending guys to spend a week in a hotel? doing meetings, getting juiced every night, probably putting it on their company per diem that they get when they can just stay home in their dining room table. But on the other hand, I'm a, I'm a relationship guy, and I don't think you build relationships on Zoom, to be honest. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I think things are changing, yeah. William. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, for, and and to me, it's for the for the for the worst, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but but luckily, I'm only going to be in the workforce for X amount more years, and I don't think it's really going to bother me. So. Nah. Yeah. Because I do think I do hate the lack of interaction as well as the customer service stuff and those kind of things. And I think that's all going away when you get into technology, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I phone people now that are used to emailing and texting and I, I swear to God, when they answer the phone and they hear it's me on the other, I think they're going to have a heart attack. (laughs) Like, like I have to talk to that guy. (laughs) I've never talked to him before, only on a computer. screen. it's like, give me a break. Yep. So, but whatever. a lot of people don't know how to communicate. I know that. I know that. You know, you make a statement in an email, and they can sit there and ponder it and look at it 
and work on a response and erase it and redo it and, and put it back together and then ask for an opinion and get modifications to it and then respond to your email. Where on, in a telephone conversation, as is on our podcast, you have to be thinking on your feet. You have to have instantaneous reactions to what the other person has said or what the subject matter that's been going on. And most people can't do that. Well, no, but I think, and I also think a lot of people read things into emails and texts that aren't there. Well, there's no emotion. Right. And, they, and if you talk to me, you know, you can, you will know instantaneously if I'm angry, if I'm upset, if I'm okay, if I'm not, you know what I mean? Or if you're sarcastic. You never have to guess with those things. Because sarcasm so. does not come through in an email. No. Well, it can. It, but. it, does, it does not. We need a sarcasm fund. Somebody needs to create one. No! Yeah. I, I agree. I've said that for years as we need a sarcasm yep. font. Or or take one of the fonts we currently have and designate it. Okay? Okay, so this is I gotta tell you guys this. This is the funniest thing. I don't know if I told you this last week or not. I had a fastener that Yes, you told us this last week. Oh, did I tell you about the yellow highlight? I did tell you that. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I'm still laughing. We have it, but I'm it doesn't come in yellow. About that. I'm still laughing about that, okay? That's and awesome. And they were 100% serious. So, anyways. Were they? They couldn't have been. They, they couldn't have been no, serious. No, they were serious, Christopher. They were educated, technical guys, and they were serious. Ser- there might no. have been a language... Yes, there might have been a language problem because with this particular company, when I do phone their technical guys, there's always a language problem. That's why I don't phone them very often. So, you know, what can I say? Wow. Anyways, I, I thought it was just like a joke. No, no, it wasn't a joke. Me and the sales guy thought it was absolutely the most hilarious thing we've ever heard, but they were 100% serious. Yes, they're salesmen, not they're technical guys. They're salesmen. Okay. And I'm not going to say that he's white, but he is, so. (laughs) Um, We're not going to say anything more than that. Um, Right. Can you you send us the picture? I want to take a look at this fastener. I don't know if I still have it on my phone. I probably have it on my email at work. Yeah, I'll just send it tomorrow, tomorrow. Whatever, you, if you think yeah. about it, you're laughing about yeah, it, do something. I will. Send it to us just so that we can see what this fastener looks like. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah. we're going to talk some football now, if that's okay with you guys. Are you good, ready to step on, move on, talk some playoff football? Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk football because the 2020 CFL season is in the books. It's over. 21 weeks. It's done. Okay. Our virtual season is now over. So what happened this week? We had Hamilton playing Saskatchewan in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan had a 10-point bonus being the home team and the higher-ranked team, and the dice rolled, and that 10-point bonus for Saskatchewan meant nothing because the Hamilton Tiger Cats pummeled them 44-35. Okay, Charles, you pick Saskatchewan. 
Bill, you took Hamilton. Mark, you took Hamilton. Am I on the right thing here? Why is there five games here? What did he do? Oh, that's that's from the week before, isn't it? Because BC played Hamilton this week. That's that's just Sparky fucking up. Okay, so if the, game one was BC and Hamilton, okay? Yeah, we'll do BC and Hamilton. BC higher ranked team, Hamilton home team, five and five point split. Didn't make any difference. Uh, BC 59, Hamilton 39. Charles took BC. Will took Hamilton. Mark took BC. CJ took BC for two points straight across the board. Will, goose egged it. Uh, Second game up was Saskatchewan into Calgary. Calgary higher ranked team, which they were last week, uh, by half a point or one point, half a a game. And... uh, that didn't matter having Calgary with 10 points because Saskatchewan beat them 44 to 23. Uh, Charles, you took Calgary. Will took Calgary. Mark took Saskatchewan for two points. And CJ took Calgary for a goose egg. Uh, Edmonton. Edmonton, no bonus points because Toronto's the higher ranked team and Toronto was the home team. And you could have given Edmonton. 50-point bonus, and they couldn't have done it because the final score was 64-13 to 13 for Toronto. The Argonauts absolutely destroyed the Eskimos, and I'm calling them the Eskimos. They're the Eskimos. Okay, uh, so Ed, Charles took Edmonton. Will took Toronto. Uh, Mark took Toronto, and uh, CJ took Edmonton. So we got two points for Will and Mark in there. Uh, Winnipeg was the final game. Winnipeg into Montreal, 5-5 five and five split, Montreal home team and the losers of the year. Uh, Winnipeg uh, took five points for higher-ranking team, and uh, they didn't need it either. 47-19, to 19, Winnipeg Blue Bombers pummeled the Montreal Alouettes. Charles took Montreal, Will took Montreal, CJ took Montreal, Mark took the Bombers. Two points there. So, Mark, you got two points in every game this week. Straight across the board. Eight eight Six. points this week. Uh, Will, you got two. Charles, you got two. CJ got two this week. So the final standings from the podcasters, that's us. Uh, CJ with 95 takes the trophy home. Uh, Charles at 93, two points back. Mark at 75. And William at 59. There's only 10 points spread before. Now there's too many. 16 points spread. Okay. Um, and the standings, and this is how the standings ended up for the year. Uh, BC Lions are top of the Western Division. They get the uh, Western Final by uh, 26 points. They uh, took the victory, and they were still one point ahead of Saskatchewan, who also was victorious over Calgary this week. Uh, which is kind of a good thing. It kind of worked out okay in BC's favor, so so be it. Um, Saskatchewan came in second place and will host the Western Final with a record of 12-5-1. BC was 13-5. Calgary finished the season 12-6. and six. 
Uh, Edmonton Eskimos and Winnipeg Blue Bombers had identical seasons. They had 8 and 10. They were below 500. The sad thing is, is that below 500, 8 and 10 season gets the crossover. And Edmonton having a higher for and against um, point record gets to cross over, and Winnipeg gets to go golfing. Very poetic for the Grey Cup defending champions, Winnipeg Blue Mars. In the east, we have the Toronto Argonauts in first place, taking the, the bye into the eastern final with a record of 11-6. and six. Terrible, sad, sad, sad. Uh, uh, sorry, 11-6-1 and one for 23 points. They would not have made the playoffs in the Western Division. Okay? So what does that tell you? I mean, they would okay. not have made the playoffs if they were in the West. Yeah. They would have crossed so over like to the normal, East. Like we said last totally week. Totally normal. Okay, now, yeah. in second place, with a home field for the Eastern semifinal, is an 8-10 and 10 Ottawa Red Blacks. 8-10. and 10, they have the same record as the crossing over Edmonton Eskimos. So fourth place in the West is equal to second place in the East. Okay? Wow. And Hamilton and Montreal both missed the playoffs with a 6-12 and 2-15 and and record, respectively. Montreal Alouettes at 2-15. and 15. Fire the coach. Who is the coach? Um, okay. Shouldn't they be 2-16? and 16? Yeah, probably. That's a Sparky mistake. Wow. Sparky, you made a mistake. What what's the Montreal I think they ended up two and sixteen. What was last week's? Hang on, let me go what how did that happen? Erica, get off my screen. Okay. Uh now it's a former playmate, playmate of the year. Uh, I don't know how she popped up on my screen. She has clothes on. Um, how disappointing. Okay, so let's see here. Going back, that's week 21. Go back to week 20. Montreal was 2-14 and 14 last week. He's, he's, been, he's off for a game. This has been a while. Did Montreal only play 17 games this season? Sparky, figure it out. Update us for next week. Maybe one of the players had COVID, so they had to forfeit a game. Yeah, maybe. But we we didn't know that. It is Hmm. 2020. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. So that's the end of it. So the playoffs uh, situation looks like this. Next week, next weekend, we have the Eastern and Western semifinals. In the East, we have the Ottawa Red Blacks hosting the Edmonton Eskimos. And in the West, we have the Saskatchewan Rough Riders hosting the Calgary Stampeders. BC and Toronto are both on by. Okay. Any questions, guys? Nope. I'm really upset here. Sparky. Actually, you know what? If you look... Oh, no. Toronto has a a, a tie in there. I was going to say Toronto's the same way. They're missing a game. No, it's just... uh, It's it's just Montreal. Do they have one X? Do they have 13 wins? Or do they have 
16 losses. What is it? I don't know. I haven't been keeping track. I can only go back so many weeks and check, but somewhere in there you missed the game, Sparky. Okay. Moving on. Are we moving on? Any questions? Oh, no. we got to pick the winners, the scores, the whatever. Um, Eastern semifinal. Eastern semifinal. We have, who we got? Ottawa and Edmonton. Ottawa being the home team, and they're, they're both equal in their ranking. So there's no five-point bonus on higher rank, but we will give Edmonton or Ottawa Red Blacks the home field advantage of five points here. Okay? So it's a five-point bonus, not a ten-point bonus, or not a five-and-five five split. Charles, who are you taking in the Eastern semifinal? Mm. Uh, Ottawa. Charles takes Ottawa. I don't know why. Mark. It just popped into my head. Okay. I, we're not going to accumulate these podcaster standings. We're now in the playoffs. The other ones are finished. We're starting over. Everybody's at zero. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ottawa. Will, Will, do you want to go next, or do you want to play back fiddle to Mark? Are you okay being on an even plane? What do you want to do here? Does it matter? Who was the other team besides Ottawa? <laughs> Edmonton. Well, who do you think I'm going to fucking pick? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ottawa? Yes, sir. Okay. And, Mark, who are you taking here? Ottawa. Okay, it's unanimous, straight across the board. We all took Ottawa. It just happens that way. I can't. You know, it's going to be interesting to see if this fake football league we've done all year is going to have the same results in the playoffs in that a um, crossover team's never made it to the Grey Cup. I was going to say that this could be the first time that a crossover team ever makes it to the Grey Cup. It could be the first time yep, ever. It could right? be. It would be very interesting. Okay, the Western final semifinal game is the Calgary Stampeders going into Saskatchewan to play the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Now, I have a question here. Do, do we really need to do bonus points on these games? Do you think it's important? No, because it's the start of a new season. Because of course, starting at zero. I mean, the the home team is supposed to be the higher ranked team, right? Yeah. So Saskatchewan would get a ten point bonus. BC would get a ten point bonus. Toronto's going to get a ten point bonus, and Ottawa should have if they weren't tied with the crossover team. I don't know. How do you want to play this? We got to make up the rules before we get going, and we're, we we dictate the rules to Sparky. So, I think a team, if they're playing the crossover team, should get extra points. Who Ottawa? Whoever was playing, whoever is playing a crossover team. Yeah. Okay. So Ottawa, Ottawa Red Blacks are cross. Uh, Edmonton's crossed over to the East, and they're playing Ottawa. So you think that they should get five points because of the thing. Okay, but what about Saskatchewan-Calgary? Do we give a ten-point bonus to Saskatchewan? 
Hmm. No, I think a five point because they're the whole five points. Yeah, I agree. Point straight across the board on every game from now on to the sure. home team. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Is that a unanimous decision here? Certainly. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, Sparky, there's only five points to the home team. Okay? No five points for higher ranked team. It's over. This is playoff. New rules. So Saskatchewan, Calgary, in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan gets a five-point bonus. Charles, who are you taking? Uh, well, I'm going to play the odds, go with the bonus, and take Saskatchewan. Okay. And William, you're taking the Calgary Stampeders. Well. But you'll never take Saskatchewan. Apparently they have the best quarterback and the second best quarterback in the CFL, so I'm going to take Calgary. Who has the? What team has the best quarterback in the CFL? Saskatchewan. Yes, you're quoting Phil Miller here. Cody Fagido, isn't that wasn't that his name? No, I think you're talking about Vag over in in Montreal, aren't you? Some vaginal disease or something? Never mind. Okay, Mark, get me out of here. I'm backpedaling. <laughs> Saskatchewan. You're taking Saskatchewan. And I'm going to take the Calgary Stampeders. I just cannot plug my nose and take Saskatchewan. It just goes against everything that I believe in. Okay, well, there's enough diversity here. I, I, I should have just taken Edmonton because I feel bad for the team with no name. There was a song about that, wasn't, wasn't there once, about a horse with no name? A horse with no yeah. name. That's a, America, wasn't it? Was it America yep. that sang that song? Yeah, okay. It was. I'm showing my age again. Okay, so that's in the books. Okay, Sparky, I hope you got that five-point bonus to Ottawa, five-point bonus to Saskatchewan. Uh, everybody took Ottawa. Charles and Mark took Saskatchewan. Will, takes, Will and CJ take Calgary. Okay, that's in the books. I'll just hit the big X on that that thing, and it's gone. Oh, I got this fastener here. Oh, leave this page. I want to go see what this looks like. It looks like a shoe. Will, did this come out of your closet? What are you talking about? Your fastener. What about it? It looks like a shoe. It, it looks like a shoe? Are you on crack or what? No, guys. Go ahead. Guys, Will, Will sent us this thing. Or did he send it to me only or to everybody? No. no, no we I sent, sent it to everybody. I'm trying to it's figure out how they yeah. thought that was yellow. I can, Well, I can see oh. the yellow in it. What do you think? Make it bigger. Make it bigger. <sighs> No, but it's like, really? You thought that that's a yellow fastener? Uh-huh. Well, because uh, that's all I want is that part that's in yellow, not the other parts. I don't need the other parts. It's you don't want that you part. You don't need the shoe. You need the clamp. No, I don't need the shoe. Yeah. Hey, do they have it? Oh, yeah, they have it, but not in yellow. Not in yellow. 
Did you send them back no, an email to, that says, no, 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 can you paint no, no. the fucker, please? They actually, they don't have it. I have to buy the whole assembly, so, which I don't want to do. So what is this used for? It's a faster to hold grating onto steel stairs. Okay. I can see how that would work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, and it does work. And and I don't know why I pressed the picture of my sarcastic face to go along with it, but I did, so. Well, so be it. Yeah. That's not the one that looked like you dropped acid, so it's okay. Well, it's the same one, except this one is in color. And I've got a smirk on my face, which is permanent lately, so it's the sarcasm that's starting to wear through. <laughs> okay. So we're going to talk to football. Let's jump over to the thing. So we don't know who the president is yet. I can't get over that. Okay, sorry. A country with no president. No, they have a president. He's still president until January. Until January. But yeah, but he's too—he's too busy. He's too—he's too busy putting blockades around the White House so they don't burn it down in case he wins. Okay. <laughs> No, today's entertainment was Rudy Giuliani. Oh, that guy's entertainment whenever the guy speaks. Oh, his press conference was awesome. Or if he's on Borat. Oh. He's literally, if you've ever seen that meme or picture from the Simpsons of Grandpa Simpson in a newspaper clip saying, old man yells at cloud, he's literally the real-life version of that. (laughs) That's entertaining. Yep. At the very least, it's entertaining. Yep. Here, are we done the games? Yeah, yeah we finished so. the game. We're yes, moving we on. I was yes, just so. reading an email. Sorry. No, no. That's All right. Not. You know, we get it, dead air. You guys have to jump in and do something. Edmonton Eskimos are closing in on a new name because some people find it um, inappropriate to call them Eskimos. I don't understand. I'm completely confused. But anyhow, okay. Who, what, it doesn't say what their new name is going to be or what they're calling closing in on. So how 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 are we supposed to discuss this? Just curious. Let's pick let's pick some names. Do they okay. do they have a list of names in this article? No. No, no, forget the names. Let's been, pick our own. Been the, and there's been a whole bunch that have come out. You got the Empire. Then you don't have to change the EE logo if you well, don't. Well, I want I personally that. think the Edmonton Empire is the best name. I like that name, but I'm hearing that they're not likely to use that, but I like that name. I think they should just call themselves the EFC. Yeah, you could do it. I, I, I don't understand. I don't think. You don't think what? Call themselves the Edmonton Stallions. Oh, I just read it. That it do, you, do you remember Max, Max Ward, Will? 
Max Ward. Max Ward. He started an airline called uh, Ward Air. Yes. And it would have been when we were young, and it was a charter, exclusive charter plane. They had. And they, they had. They had real China for yes. meals. Okay. Yes, they had real yes. food. I remember. And they were all in, yeah. in very luxurious 747s, and they would go. Yes. Uh, being in Vancouver, we went Vancouver, London, and we went Vancouver, uh, Honolulu, and uh, you could go all over the place. Uh, he died at 98 years old. Uh-huh. Recently. I would have thought he would have been. Yeah, today. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, but didn't they go bankrupt a hundred years ago? Oh yeah, yeah, they're fifty they're done. years ago. Yeah, but they yeah. went bankrupt in the seventies, didn't they? Oh, I 80s, think so. Maybe. No, 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 the seventies. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't around in the eighties. Oh okay. Anyhow, off topic, I know, but anyhow, um, so what do you want to call him, Will? I'd call him EFC. Which is what? Edmonton Football Club. EFC. Like TFC. Whatever. MLS. So are, are people not going to think that they're they're a soccer team then? I was going to say, then they're going to get confused that they're a soccer team. Yeah, well, whatever. It's Edmonton. They don't count. Did you, did you guys see that video of the guy, the fan on the soccer team that, that ran out on the field and scored a goal? Yeah. Yep. Wasn't that hilarious? Anyhow, it was sorry. pretty funny. It was. No one paid attention to it. was pretty funny. But that's only, that could only happen in soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just nobody's going to run out on a football field or, or a hockey arena or No. Or some short ass on a basketball court. There was a fan back in the day that did stick his foot out and trip a guy. A couple coaches have done that. Um, there was another fan. Didn't he steal a football or something? And they didn't have any left or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they had to beg him to give it back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they there, actually there was they, some talk they, about the bears too, or something. Some sort of like polar bears or something. Oh, I can't geez, remember that's what it was. Really yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Actually, I think the Edmonton Express. Whatever they do, they better make it right because they're only going to have one chance at it. It's going to either be a huge marketing hit, or win, or fail. And I think it's going to fail. Just from the Edmonton fans that are on the Let's Talk CFL page. And then if you go on the Edmonton Facebook page, anything they put out, every single comment is that they're the Eskimos. That's the thing, yeah. People are still going to call them the Eskimos no matter what they call them. I'm going to. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. just have it. Yep. It's going to be interesting to see what they do, the fans, with this. Well, they're going to piss off half of them no matter what, or like, more. Do they change the team colors, too, with this, or do you still go green and gold? Well, this would be a great t- time to come up with teal. <laughs> 
pink and teal. Would that be good? Yeah, it would be special. Yeah. <laughs> and and hey, I got a great idea. Get get that person to design a little hat for the top of their helmet. Do you know that person who used to make hats for the Eskimos? They call, she called it a fascinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I have no response. Mark, what do you think their name should be? We got Edmonton Football Club. Um, I like the Empire. It doesn't do much for marketing, but I do like the name. Okay. Well, it is the double E. It is the Edmonton. They've always been described as the Empire. I mean, it's Eskimo Empire. It's not Edmonton Empire. But does that matter? It's also Evil Empire, so. Yes, this is the Evil Empire. Yeah. We've known that since Warren Moon was playing for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, it's a marketing fail in a way, but I, I think they they've absolutely written this game name off. It's not going to be. How Empire. about the Edmonton Edmonton Meat Eaters? <laughs> Edmonton Meat Eaters. I mean, you could call them the Edmonton Inuit. Yeah. Nothing the matter with that, is there? I mean, does that have merit, or uh, is it completely off-topic? Is it not not acceptable? Would that be a, a huge faux pas? Oh, it would probably offend them, or offend somebody just, anyway. Just shorten it. Call them the Esks. Don't even call them the... Just shorten Eskimos and call them the Edmonton Esks. You don't have to change the uniform. You can say it's a word for polar bear or something, and then, hey, you don't have to do much. Is that your pick there, Charles? No, I'm going to go with Empire, too. I like the Empire, but hey, I mean, I'm just throwing spitball and throwing out ideas. Very honorable. I like it. Yeah, no. Okay. So, basically, the four of us on this podcast have mm-hmm. failed as marketing personnel for the Edmonton football team. <laughs> we failed. They're not paying well, me, no. so I don't care. Miserably. Well, no, I mean, that was that's one of my suggestions. What I would really like to call them is the Edmonton Elderberries. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, good Lord. Because that's what they deserve. <laughs> no, but nobody's old enough to know what that is. Okay, that was a Cary Grant movie, I think. Okay, um, we're we're moving on from this just because there's there, there's nothing to discuss. We don't know what their name is. When they announce a name, we can trash it. Okay, but right now, this and is, we will, and we will because they're Edmonton. I don't care what the Edmonton football team calls themselves. We're still not going to like them. They're still going to be the Eskimos in my books for the rest of my life, so who cares? Yeah, yeah, without question. Okay, speaking of Eskimos, former Edmonton Eskimo equipment manager Dwayne Mandrusiak is quoted as saying, I gave them 49 years. They, could, they couldn't give me one. Does he have a valid complaint? No. 
because his, him giving them 49 years, they paid him. Now he wanted them to pay him and him not do anything. There is no equipment manager in the CFL currently employed. They've all been released straight across the board. Why does he think he's special? Just because he's been with one team for that long? This is just ridiculous. I mean, this only made the news because he's had this position for that long. But he should have, he got laid off. He knew that this was coming. The layoff lasted. The season was canceled. What did he expect? Mark, what are your thoughts? You really want to start with me? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm supposed to feel sorry for him. You wanted you me to start with Will? My job of 32 years, um, when they, you know, I'm laid off, I'm still employed by the hotel and everything else, been waiting for business. Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, bud, guess what? You feel sorry for me? Probably not. Why should I feel sorry for you? They don't owe him anything. If anything, they owe him a severance package if that was built into his contract. And he made decent money as an equipment manager. Like reading the article, when he first started, he was making like thirty-six grand a year. Wow, that was a long time ago. That's a lot of that money. That was in the seventies. That was in the seventies. That's a lot of money. It's like stop. You, you spent fifty years at one job. Not many people can say that. Shit. We're in the middle I've, of a pandemic. Hi. <laughs> Don't expect me to feel sorry for anybody that says this kind of crap. And he also has in the article that there was some stuff going on. There's so, always um, stuff going on. Yeah, like, we're trying to find something nefarious here, but what equipment are you managing right now? Maybe he has to go around the stadium and make sure that those doggy, little doggy boot bags are stuck in the stand so that people walking around the stadium have a place to put their dog poop. I don't know. What kind of equipment is he managing with no season? But I'm amazed in Winnipeg. Are the bomber store is still open at the stadium. There's only two yeah. people working, but it's actually still open. So they're still employing people. Yeah, but are they making money? Well, they're probably making more money online than they are physically in the store. Probably. But, you know, I still like to go and try something on. You don't buy a pair oh, of no, shoes so without... Do yeah, buying You don't buy a pair of shoes without buying... sucks. Yeah. I hate, the, especially the stuff that the CFL gets. I need to see if the XL should be a double XL before I would order it online. Everything yeah. you buy is a different size from those stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I yeah, it needs to go on my body first. Yeah. So. The, like I said, you wouldn't buy a pair of shoes without trying them on, and you wouldn't marry a virgin. So, what? you know, why, why would this work, right? Okay. Charles. 
Dwayne Mandruziak. Seems like a little butt the hurt to me. The Eskimos employed this person for 49 years. Think about all the people in COVID who probably uh, got a job and then three weeks later lost it or, or so on. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry the guy lost his job. You know what? Lots of people have lost their jobs because of this. But like I said, 49 years, I think they've uh, they've taken care of you well. You probably... Uh, you probably, uh, you know, over that time had a family. Maybe you put kids through college at that time. Maybe you did this, you did that. I think they've uh, treated you pretty well. So they had to lay you off after almost five decades because of a worldwide pandemic. This doesn't make you look good when you go out and start, you know, whining and feeling sorry for yourself in the media. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he lost his job. But I'm sorry. I, I don't have that much sympathy for him. Well, I- there's sympathy for him, but not when you start beaking off yeah. like this. Okay? I feel bad for anybody who lost their job because of this pandemic. I really do, honestly. I don't care who you are, whether you're a barista at Starbucks or, or whatever, right? I, I feel sorry for you. You, got, you lost your job, and I feel bad, right? Yeah. But if he hasn't set himself up financially after 49 years with one company... He deserves absolutely everything he gets. That's his which problem. Which is nothing. <laughs> That's right. You know, like seriously, you should be financially set after that long a time at one company. Okay, William, the businessman. You know, you took you took the words right out of my mouth. Okay. I'm thinking that he's been there for 49 years. He probably made a pretty decent living while he was there. And on top of that, he got to meet a number of people that hopefully he took advantage of it in other ways, fiscally and so on and so forth. Because you meet lots of different people in lots of different places. Okay? Um, I have heard in the past years that some people did not like him because he has been there for so long. And that he was bigger than bigger than he should be, I guess you could say. Did you read you the article, Wilf? Because of basically, I, I basically did, I did read the article, and I, and I saw that line, but I also yeah. read the part where he would bring players into his training room and talk them down. That's not, that's not the job of the equipment manager, okay? That's nope. not the job of the equipment manager. I wonder if he had undue... Um, like, I wonder if he stuck his nose where it didn't belong. If, if, if I'm he's a, talking I'm to players coach, in That's the right. Room. If I'm a coach on a, on a football team and they're talking to their – fuck off. They're not talking to their equipment manager. Sorry. Just my opinion. But so – and I heard at times he had too much power. And one once again, what is that saying, Christopher? Um something about familiarity breeds contempt or something like that? 
Well, yeah. He's been, there for 50, he's been there for 50 fucking years. Yep. All right. He's probably he's probably the only person who's been there for 50 years. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'd maybe... i almost definitely. Maybe stick him in a tent in the corner of the stadium and he can be the team historian. I don't know, man. But don't don't give me the crap you've been there for 50 years. Too bad they couldn't give me another year or 49 years. Bullshit. Okay, just shut up and go away. Because you're not coming back now for sure. Oh, no. No way. There's not a hope in hell of him nah. getting, coming back after no. this pandemic. Yeah, not once you popped off like that. No. Not at all. No. Not at all. But it didn't seem so. to buy, it hurt Brandon Banks either, though, you know. <laughs> Some Popping off like an idiot. Level. Somewhat different level of uh, talent, though. Put it that way. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, he's, not or he's not the equipment manager for Hamilton? <laughs> he's too short. He can't reach the shelf. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So nobody's seeing any sympathy for Dwayne. Everybody no. thinks that he should have been financially set by now that he shouldn't have to keep playing. The fact that he's beaking off means he's not coming back. Absolutely no way in hell. And, uh, no. Old news. No longer news. And you're I mean, in the article, you're not relevant. He say, didn't, didn't he say he was shocked a little bit when, when yes. he was asked? To, I mean, didn't you see what was going around the CFL? There's no fucking season, dude. Yeah, what are you doing equipment Nobody needs equipment right now. Sorry, you shouldn't have a job. I I don't understand how this is actually news. Come keep the uh, equipment company. Brad Foddy was in Winnipeg 25 years or something like that, if not longer. There was an article about him being let go. And he went, yeah, I figured it was going to happen. I had a great run. It was a ton of fun. That's all it was said. That's how you take things properly. And he's also in a job. He's not working 12 months a year. <laughs> kind of like nope. a school teacher. And he's acting like one, too. You know, let's say he was making... Well, he's an equipment manager, say seventy grand. I don't know. Um, he's got another three, four months. He can make other money too. Yeah, he, he better be set. It's just sour grapes. Yeah, this guy just—he—this seems like he's just looking for sympathy. Quite frankly, yeah, he didn't get his going to the media to talking like this. He didn't get his moment at center field when he retired, and they handed him a plaque. That's the, well, he yeah. can still have that. Mm-hmm. Well, if he no, didn't beef off. <laughs> well, yeah. But then the Lions still retired or um, put G. Roy Simon up on the wall of honor after he beaked off about the Lions and, and Wally and when he went didn't get what he wanted and had to go to Saskatchewan to finish his career and left a nobody and then he came back and at the at the event at the actual event where he got onto the wall of iron he was all dressed up in rider gear 
What a low life. Oh, are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah. To- totally dressed out in, in rider. I would have canceled it right there. I would have canceled awesome. it right there. Yeah, it, it was just just absolutely disgusting. That takes a lot of balls, actually. He's a, he's a disgusting human being. And speaking of, we're moving right into a segment on G. Roy Simon. He wants to lead the BC Lions as the team's new general manager. How's that for a, how's that for a lead-in? It was pretty good. I kind of set it up. But thank you, Charles. You did a good job. Uh, yeah, no, G. Roy Simon is a despicable human being. He's, he's up there with Donald Trump. And I want no part of him. I am just, I'm, I'm appalled that he's actually part of the BC Lions at this point in time. And uh, I thought for sure that he would have left, uh, would have been tossed out by now. And uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I understand Wally giving him a job. I don't understand Ed Hervey keeping him. I mean, he was in, a, in an absolutely meaningless position. He was the chief Canadian scout. Like, who cares about the Canadian talent in the CFL, right? You don't draft them. You steal them from somebody else. Um, yeah. He's not ready to be a GM. Definitely not ready to be BC's GM in the situation that they're at. And uh, Neil McAvoy is far better quality qualified. Why is he not the general manager? I thought Neil would have been the GM before they hired Ed Hervey. Charles, talk about the BC Lions in their football operations. Uh, tell, tell me I'm wrong. I Neil McAvoy. Me, what? Neil McAvoy. Neil McAvoy's a good choice. I want someone that's got more player personnel experience. Uh, we've seen what happened in the past when you bring in guys that don't have the experience. Um, especially, let's think of it this way. Uh, Mike Riley, whenever they do get back playing, if they get back playing, only has a couple more years left. So you're going to have to go out and build a team that can be competitive right now to utilize Mike Riley to his full potential. And I don't know if you got a young, uh, unexperienced first-time GM doing that. Uh, I prefer Neil McAvoy. The good guy, the great guy. He's uh, been a player personnel guy for a long time, so he's got a whole lot more experience in that area. So I would certainly, if it were between the two guys, I definitely um, uh, lean towards Neil. Okay. Anybody else out there that you think is in a better position? I think what's his name would make a great. I think what's his name would make a great general manager. Just, you you just wait with what's his name. I'm trying to get Charles's opinion here. Oh, okay. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, unless we're looking at maybe uh, player personnel guys, you know, that are on other teams. Of course we are, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Okay. William. Yes. Who, who's what's his name? Marcus Crandall. <laughs> yeah, you had to ask that. Awesome. Okay, because I mean, if if they're gonna give G. Roy Simon the job, you could you could give it to Marcus Crandall too. Well, that's it, what I'm trying. It, well, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, it, why why it, you would give somebody with no experience that job? Because he doesn't have any experience. He's been a no. Canadian scout for two years. Yep. Okay, and 
I don't know if he's a liked guy or not by other players. And, they didn't like him when he was on it. the team. I don't know why they, anybody would like him now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I mean, but not Jeroy Simon. It, there's got to be other guys out there. I think Danny Mack is is uh, in the running for some kind of job, too, is he not? Isn't he a scout in Winnipeg, Mark, or something? Yeah, he's like the one of the heads of the scouting. Um, he's the head of the scouting. He was getting looked at, or there was rumors he was getting looked at, I think it was in Saskatchewan, actually, at one point. But uh, he's pulled his name out of the... So. Was he ever Was he ever in BC, guys? Who's that? Danny, Danny Mac. Danny McManus. Well, he played here. He, I don't think he was ever in the uh, football mean. operations. Yeah, he played uh, in mean. BC for three years. Yeah. Well, there you go. So he's got some contact there. Yep. He helped win the Lions a Grey Cup in 1994. There you go. Yep. Hmm. So, just saying. Oh, McManus, I think, would make a great GM. I really do. I think he deserves a shot at it. I'm interested to see what they do, what BC does. Um, bringing with what? In G- with GM. Okay. Who do they bring in? Uh, G. Roy Simon? <laughs> it sounds more like a PR move than anything to bring him in. That's what I was just about to say. You know, Christopher, I know you so- do. I under I hundred percent understand why you do. It's one of the reasons I don't like Milt Stiegel. Stiegel on one football game back when BC brought out the black jersey. Jersey, yeah. He he put it on. He took a suit jacket off. He put the jersey on, and he said, "Whoa, look at how this looks on me. This is now my jersey." Oh, really? Let's sit and see it. I'm not a huge fan of that. You want to be in the BC jersey? Go for it. But no, I think Simon is. It's, it would be a PR move because he is loved in BC. Only because of ignorance. Yeah, well, because of the play on the field. That's what everybody sees. I don't like him because he's what what he's done off the field. Yeah, no, agreed. But so, so, many so people maybe that do Chris, like that. Christopher. Christopher and Charles, maybe you can fill us in if anything's happened. So what is the whole situation there with Braley dying? Like, are they selling the team or? Because I know he left enough money to run the team. Is that correct? He, yeah. he the, the BC Lions are now debt free. And yes. they have enough money to play without gate for several years. Yeah, okay. So, but does that mean they're going to sell them or no? David Braley had no intention of ever selling the team. Well, yes, I heard that too. But so do they do they hire someone to run the team and that's the way it's going to stand forever? I uh, eventually I don't it's going to get sold. It it has to. Okay. If nothing more than for optics. To have a, a, a an ownerless team uh, just looks looks terrible. I think it, it, the optics are crap. Okay, because it seemed confusing to me what he's done. 
What? You Why? Know what I mean? Well, just the whole debt-free thing, and they can run for a number of seasons without gate revenue. But who's supposed to run the team? The GM. There is no GM. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Who hires the GM? Because there's no owner right now, is there? Hmm. Is there a president? There is well, a president. The president. Still, there's there? a president, Lick Larishal. Okay. I thought it was Lilla okay. Shore. And I think it's technically the estate is running it, but I think it's the sons that are actually dealing with the BC part of it. I think I read it at one point. Yeah, I think I saw that somewhere too. Yeah. Might have been in the province or something like that. Okay. Is this a time, because it's such a big upheaval in BC with this, is this a time that they explore moving to where the actual fans are? No. I doubt it. Wouldn't that make sense to do it now? No. It makes absolutely no sense because they're not paying rent at BC Place. Oh, no, agreed. But if you're getting a new owner, no. Why would why well, would you walk away from that deal? Uh, sponsorship, more money. You might get more sponsorship money. There, no, I, I, I doubt it. I, I know what no. you're saying. Yeah, and I, I no. Get you'll it, get but, more. You'll get more sponsorship money if you're in downtown Vancouver than if you're not. Oh yeah. But it, it would just—it would look so good to see a twenty-five to thirty thousand seat stadium full versus that cavern. That no one there is no no one is arguing people. with you. Not yeah. nobody. You know, I, I get the economics, but if you take it to you know, you might end up making more money that way, creating a want of tickets. Does the Lions also go right off the board with the next GM? What to you like Brendan Tammen or no, 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 Jim Barker? Off the board, off the board, like completely off the board, and bring in somebody young and with zero experience, like nothing to do with BC, no ties. Maybe they go get some from the U.S. Yeah. But I know. Don't get me wrong here. Just just work with me on this, okay? A GM in the CFL is the most difficult general manager's position in all of sports. No other sport has to deal with complying with a ratio. That's true. No other sport has to play mediocre players more than they're better players. No general manager has to field a certain amount of players from one nation on the field at any one given time. You cannot take somebody from the U.S. and slam them into this position. He would sink. You cannot take anybody without major experience and put them in this position and watch them sink. 
it is not an easy position to fill. Oh, no, agreed. Agreed 100%. You can't go off the board with this uh, unless you want to suffer through his learning pain. Winnipeg did it, and it worked. No, they didn't it, do an American, it, it but they went off for, the board. They suffered for five years. Yep. BC can't Sometimes. afford to suffer for five years. They can't. Not with the, BC can afford to not win a Grey Cup for five years, as long as they're competitive. And Winnipeg was competitive in some of that five years. Not based on their record, though. And that's one of the things that people watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, you can't. And, and I just want to see more new blood in the CFL. I, I'm cognizant. And I agree with that. I just don't want it in my team because, quite frankly, BC cannot afford to do that. Montreal can't afford to do that. Toronto can't afford to do that. Maybe Winnipeg can. Maybe Saskatchewan can. But BC cannot. We couldn't afford to have Clay Brooks as our coach. And I said that when they hired him. Was I right or wrong? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or did they not give him enough time like they did here in Winnipeg with O'Shea? Yeah. Could, couldn't could afford to give him any more time. You shouldn't have hired him know. in the first place. Should not have hired him in the first place. He could have come in and been an assistant coach and worked up to the position. Sure. When you're in the position that BC was in with with one absolutely failed experiment experience with uh, – Benefield, not Benefield, um, Benavides. Benavides? Right. And then Wally coming out of retirement for two years or a year and a half. Um, no, you can't, you can't afford to stutter. You need to go out and actually steal somebody good from somewhere else. You needed to go do a Chris Jones. You needed to go do you need they need to go do something. They need Didn't to go they do in that with and, Ed Hervey. Ed Hervey was ha, had a one foot out the door in Edmonton and and a lot of people heralded that as a great move. I didn't think so. Uh wouldn't you want to be t- stealing the general manager of a successful team? I'd go after Kyle Walters right now over Ed, Ed Hervey. You know? That's worth what's the, what's the price tag that it would take for John Hopnagel to come to BC? I don't think he'd go. That's not ever happening. I understand that, but you understand the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay? That's what BC needs to do. They need to find somebody who is there. Now, I don't think there's a lot of quality general managers in this league right now. There's nobody jumping off the page except Huff that I would even think about hiring. Well, you got to say Kyle Walters is a good GM. He's yeah. a good team. Is I mean, he? He, gave, time, but... he paid Drew Willie. What? What did he pay Drew Willie? Do you know why he did that, Christopher? Because he, he had, had no to. one else. Exactly. That's his own fault. No He's the GM. Yeah. 
and you look at you what know, he inherited. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Calgary pulled the plug too soon on Matt Dunnigan, so he could be BC's GM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm good. Okay. I'd rather have nobody. <laughs> I heard Damon Allen's looking for a management position too, or was that you coach? You notice though, Dunnigan has yeah. never gone back into coaching. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a reason for that, Mark. Yeah, but especially um, the day he the day he gave the interview to explain why he doesn't practice goal line offense. Okay, I mean that was a good one. What's not well, important? Jeff Reinbold. Jeff Reinbold yeah. goes down in history as one of the worst head coaches in the, in the CFL. Yeah, but yeah. he had a cool motorcycle. But look at him now. <laughs> he, he, he's How just cool, he been in the league? What's he been in the league? Thirty years? Oh yeah, at least. Yeah. Long time. Nobody's oh. ever given him a head coaching job again, though. <laughs> no, I don't think he wants one. He's living the life as a special teams coordinator. Come on. Uh huh. Guarantee he's the highest paid special teams coordinator in the CFL. Oh, probably. <laughs> Probably, and he's yeah. an he's an awesome, and he's amazing at it. Oh, yeah. absolutely amazing at him. I, I don't know why he's Hervey let him go or Clay Brooks did. Mm-hmm. That that was stupid. He, he was one of the few coaches from the Buono era I would have kept. You want personality on the coaching staff? There you go. Oh, no, you want personality on the sidelines. I just love the guy going <laughs> ballistic. Yep. yep. The, the, the only guy that got more more emotional on the sidelines was uh, that head coach from Winnipeg back. What, what was his name? Barry? Oh, oh Doug Barry? When, was uh, it Doug? Stiegel, when Stiegel beat Edmund yep. on that one? Yep. Skipping down the sidelines? He and then his it. next yeah. move was trading. Yeah, his Greg Mond used to be jumping up and down and everything too. <laughs> Doug Berry's next move after that was trading um, Charles Roberts to BC for the hell was that guy's name? Joe Smith. A, a pack of gum. Well, a ten thousand yard, a ten thousand yard running back for Joe Smith. I still love that trade. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then hiding in your car when you see Charles Roberts coming to the office. Mm-hmm. Oh, Needless well. to say, he hasn't been back here since. <laughs> so be it, so be it, so be it. Uh, G. Roy Simon, yay or nay, general manager, BC Lions. No. Mark. Okay, no. we got no. Will. No. 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 no, 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 no. Charles. What's that? Yes or no? You cut out there. I didn't hear what he said. G. Roy Simon, general manager of the BC Lions. Yes or no? No, I don't. I don't think so. No. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Or you didn't cast your vote, Christopher? Are you all for yes, it? Yes, I did. I said. No, I, I, think said, he no, said no. I, I said no multiple oh, okay. times. Multiple times. I I I would fire his ass from the team right now if I had control of it. I don't like the man. 
and you know, and and some of the best and most fan-like um, players on the BC Lions are the most despicable human beings. Otherwise, I, I cannot stand Louis Pasaglia. Absolutely cannot stand him. He's a, he's a no. He's an abomination of a human being. Okay, uh, former Lions Some people kicker. might say that about you, eh? Oh yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. Oh. Totally okay with it. Totally okay. I, I resemble that remark. Okay. Former Lions kicker Sergio Castillo credits the CFL for his NFL success. Did he just hit a 75-yard field goal? No, no. it was like 50. 55. 55. Oh, was it 55? Okay. Yeah. But that's unheard it, of in the NFL. It was that's just, what? it was amazing. And he so, went three for four. Think, this guy was out of football until the Lions brought him in. And now he's kicking the NFL. So, but it is for the Jets, right? But I guess he'd get more chances of kicking with them. Oh, he'll get tons of chances to kick. Oh, I think they're going to keep him around now because he's he's doing well for them. He's three for four. And they don't care about field goal kickers in the NFL anymore. They really They're don't. They're a dime a dozen down there. I can't remember which team it was, but they didn't have a field goal kicker, and this was like three weeks ago. They were just grabbing a guy off the practice roster and saying, okay, you kick. Yeah, go yeah. kick. Well, I, I saw it. The guy had never kicked a field goal in, in game time. Yeah. And somebody, somebody, who was it, guys? Said that they they need to the NFL needs to look at the CFL for kickers right now. And I think oh, Castillo just proved that that was right. Yeah, and it, Castillo's been around for a while. He's been with a bunch of teams. Yeah, I know he was in Winnipeg, in in Ottawa, Ottawa, Hamilton. Good lord, um, what are the San Antonio Commanders? Oh, that's the um, um, Alliance Arena American Football, football that league oh, okay. that lasted oh, half a okay. season and folded. And, and he was with the Houston Roughnecks as well, whoever they are. Interesting. Yeah, he, you know, he's been around it long enough time. It's good to see him get a shot. So, so hey, let's get this straight. Kansas City beats New York Jets 35-9. to Castillo goes mm-hmm. three for four. He scored all of the points for the New York Jets. Yep. They're yeah. o, aren't they 0-8 this year? They've got a o strong chance at 0 for the season. They're 0-8 they're oh, and really strong. They're an awful football team. Okay, speaking of awful guys, we just spent yes. two minutes talking about a kicker. <laughs> I was waiting for some kind of comment like that. Okay, yep. that's not. You knew it was coming. Okay, that's not okay with me. I really? do not care. I do not care. He's a kicker. They're a dime a dozen. Of course, the CFL helped him into the NFL because he didn't have any place else to kick. All I have to say, sorry. 
Okay. So Bill Belichick, who is the Patriots coach, right? And he's not doing so good this year either, is he? Uh, I don't know anything nope. about it. Uh, but he's no. he's quoted as saying, the Jets at 0-8, Belichick thinks they're improved over the 2019 season. Hmm. I think Christopher? Yes? Even the NFL fans who like to make fun of the CFL, like the Canadian ones, even they're saying most of the CFL teams could beat the Jets. This is this this is a bad football team. They've been bad forever. Yeah. Wasn't the last isn't the best quarterback they've ever had was Joe Namath? <laughs> yep. I re- I remember him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He won the 1962 Super Bowl, didn't he, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, but what are most younger people, how do they know him? I want to My kiss mom. you. Yes. The, the drunk the drunk ex-football player on the sidelines <laughs> yeah. getting interviewed on Monday Night Football. There you go. With a live mic, yep. Yeah. Great. I'm sorry, that was too funny. That's one of the all-time great interviews on Monday Night Football. Oh. And that they don't cut it off is even better. Yeah, he kept going, too. Nope. I mean, he was clearly drunk. He was slurring his words right from the very beginning. Didn't they know before they started interviewing him? <sighs> ratings, Charles, ratings. I guess it got it, it certainly got people talking. CJ's reading emails again. What topic were we even on? We were talking about Sergio Castillo, and then we got on the Jets, and then we got on to Joe Namath drunk on the sidelines. Holy cow. Yeah, and I'm I'm reading something about uh, Candace Munsey. Who? Exactly, that's what I said. Uh, she's an ex NASCAR driver that was found dead. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, neither did I. And uh, they were talking about this and did her 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 fall from fame and how she bitch slapped a. a, a, a a woman giving her a pedicure because the woman was speaking in Vietnamese and she says, you're an American, speak American and, and got arrested for assaulting her. I thought that was kind of funny. Anyhow, sorry. Canada. Okay. Yes. Castillo's credit CF, CFL for his NFL success. Of course he does. He got his chance up here. We're doing that. Okay. Moving on from that, and good for him. I hope he does well. He's getting paid well, even though the uh, New York Jets suck. Uh, Randy and Brosey, all Jets suck. Any team named the Jets suck. It's just back to life. Uh, Randy and Brosey says the CFL is considering all options for 2021, but does he have many options? Okay, first off, if he is not considering all options for 2021, he should be fired. No, let me rephrase that. He should be fired anyhow, but that's beside the point. Um, 
the guy's been absent from the media for what months, and he comes out and he says this, and they let him get away with it. I'm considering all options. <laughs> they honestly let him get away with it. How how is that possible? I don't know. I'm I'm totally confused as to how He's that's very possible. badly doing what the owners want. They don't want anything said right now because do you think any of these guys have a fucking clue? Guaranteed no. no. But and that and that's from the owners down. They don't have a clue. They don't know what they're gonna do. There's talk of a shortened hub season again already. Seriously, guys? Every other league is playing. And you can't figure it out. You're exploring all options. I'm assuming they've never heard of the drill-down theory where you take the 15 things and then you eliminate three and then you continue down until you have one. Okay. They've had a year, almost a full year to figure this out. I know things are changing all the time, but come on. It is embarrassing at this point. Hmm. Go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm good with that. I'm to- it's totally embarrassing. Charles, what's your thoughts on Randy Ambrosi and the league? Considering a few options for the 2021 season. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many options they have. I think we've talked to it before that they got that they really can't. The, playing without fans is really not an option for them. Uh, this is, I think, just Randy poking his head out from out of the rabbit hole and saying, "Hey, look, I'm still here. See, we're considering options. Big deal. That you've done nothing for months. I'm sorry. He should. Uh, I'm with you, uh, CJ. The, the guy should be fired. The guy." I'm sorry, it's just been a, one nightmare after another with this guy. And then he went in front of the, the, the Canadian government and testified and embarrassed himself there because he really didn't have any kind of real plan. And this has just been a nightmare. His 2.0 vision is just collapsing in itself. Not even the owners want anything to do with it anymore. Um, sorry, it's time to move on from this guy. Okay. Well, let's not forget right. his uh, fixation on Halifax, which also collapsed. Yeah, but Will's going to defend that right now. Of course he is. We know that. William. Charles Cliff, let me ask you a question. Oh, God. Do you actually consider yourself a true CFL fan? Because <laughs> I have yes. my doubts. I have my doubts. Because you have no faith, sir. Okay, you need to believe. You need to believe in order for this to happen. You have to get up at least every day and say to yourself, Halifax is going to be a reality. Halifax is going to be a reality. If you think it, it will be true, okay? So I'm really, really disappointed because I thought you were a true blue CFL fan, but 
you're just you're I'm having my doubts mm-hmm. these days. Of course, Halifax is gonna happen. Okay, Randy says so, so it's gonna be it's gonna happen, baby. Okay, William. Yes. One thing that I need to tell you is that when you are Randy going to be, be fired, extremely sarcastic about something. Okay. Yes. Yes. You have you you have to do it with a straight face. And you I am doing it with stop, a straight you face. You couldn't stop smirking in that little diatribe. Okay. True. You, you, you Christopher, could, you, Christopher, you Christopher. You could hold it all but, back, buddy. But but Christopher, you don't understand. I am being 100% serious. I'm not being sarcastic whatsoever. I think uh, me and all my relatives in Nova Scotia would love to see a team in Halifax. Okay? And and I believe that it's going to happen. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm telling you, man, it's, 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 and I, I think if I keep this up, when it does become a reality, they're going to ask me to be team president, okay? And I'm going to have William, to relocate to Halifax. William, yes. I'll tell you right now that. Marcus Crandall has a better shot of coming back and quarterbacking the Calgary Stampeders to a great cup victory than Halifax has of getting a team. But, but Christopher, my first move as president of the Schooners would be to sign Marcus Crandall. He's not missing. And, 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 Kevin Glenwood would be his backup, okay? He's he's not missing. And 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 I would also let Kevin Glenn have the Tim Hortons franchise in my stadium, okay? <laughs> well, he'd he'd appreciate that. He's got several of them in the Detroit yep. area. Doesn't I know. He? Yep. Absolutely. His his French Tim Horton franchise is probably not in the Detroit area. Are they in the Detroit area or are they in the No, I think area? you're right. I think they were. Tim Horton's in America. I didn't think I didn't think Tim Horton's was in America. Yeah, they are. I. Oh, how many? There's, There's not some, that many of them. Not the not the same amount as Canada, obvious, but there are Tim Hortons in the U.S. There's none in Vegas. I know that. Mm-hmm. There are a total of 714 him, Tim Horton locations in the United States as of, as of September 16, 2020. The state really? with the most Tim Hortons is New York. Yep. Wow. With 36% of all American Tim Horton locations. 36%. New York has 264 of them. Wow. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Because there's Google. sucker Canadian tourists that go down there into drinking Canadian well, coffee. Well, I've, I've tried to convince my wife we should try and apply for the first Tim Hortons franchise in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's a smart idea. Yeah, actually it would be. I, I want a Tim Hortons in Merritt. I'm, I, I, we're looking into it. Well, 
They don't have one in Merritt? Yeah, we do have one in Merritt, but I want one in a special location. Your backyard? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. It it just says that he owns one. He only owns one franchise. I thought he owned more than that. I thought so, too. I thought he owned a couple, at least. It says he owns a Tim Hortons franchise at his Detroit hometown. His number one fan is his first coach, Kevin Glenn Sr., who is his father, who had been married for 30 years with three other children from Kevin. And that's all it says. Yeah. I thought he had like five of them. I've always been told that when you own a franchise, you bought yourself a job. When you own two franchises, you've got twice as much work. When you've got three franchises, you've got three times as much work. When you have four franchises, you have a business, and they start to make you money. But I don't know how true that is. Anyhow, where were we? We're talking about Randy Ambrose. He says the CFL is considering all options for 2021. And then we ended up talking about Tim Hortons in, in New York. Amazing how things like that happen, eh? It just, like, collapses and turns left, goes down a steep hill. Um, oh, speaking of Kevin Glenn, he's he's next on the agenda. Did you know that? We, we, We've done awesome. that twice now. This is Awesome. Kevin Glenn picks Winnipeg over Saskatchewan as his favorite place to play. Ryder fans likely triggered. <laughs> likely triggered, Charles. You have this way of putting things. You mean like Ryder fans are going to lose their shit? They normally do. Yeah. Well, Kevin Glenn had his most success in Winnipeg and, and probably would have won a Grey Cup if he hadn't broke his arm. Right? Hard to argue that one. Ryan Dinwiddie came in in support and just didn't couldn't cut it. Is that when Marcus Crandall won the Grey Cup? No, sorry. No, 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 no. Marcus won well, in 2001. That was against Saskatchewan when Din, Dinwiddie played his one game. Oh, that's when Winnipeg was in the Eastern Division. Yep. Yeah, who says two Western teams haven't played each other before? Winnipeg's played they in the Grey Cup. Mm-hmm. They played BC in 2011. That was the year it went through for, I think it was 5,200 yards. Name another quarter bond recorder back since then. That's thrown for over 5,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Gonna take a while. You're willing? <laughs> it, that couple of years he was here, it was awesome to watch. Just couldn't get over the playoffs, couldn't get out of them. And it does suck because he would have won the Grey Cup against Saskatchewan. It's the coulda, shoulda, woulda. 
know, but <laughs> well, it's kind of poetic or, or fitting justice in the fact that no Western team has won through the East, even when Winnipeg yeah. was in the West mm-hmm. or in the East. Sorry. Uh, oh well. So Kevin Glenn picks Winnipeg over Saskatchewan as his favorite place to play. What was the deciding factor here? Like what on him leaving? What Saskatchewan? No, I'm talking oh. about what. Why does he say this? That's pretty down cold in that article. Well, three down is the only one writing articles on the CFL right now. Although mm-hmm. we completely oh, trash three down, at least they're doing something. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, it's not much. When, you, when, did, when you've played we with every, trash. yeah, when you've ever, when you've played with every single CFL team, or been signed by anyway, had a cup of coffee with them. Yeah, you, you might as well. They're going to ask you what your favorite place to play was. Okay. He said well, one of the reasons he picked Winnipeg is because it was the first real legitimate starting job he had. Valid point. I mean, he's, yep. he's, he was there for six seasons. Okay. I mean, he's been in the league forever. But, you know, six seasons in one with one team kind of means a lot, doesn't it? I mean, he wasn't yeah. in Saskatchewan for that long. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, he was with Saskatchewan for five seasons. Oh, my God, the poor man. It even says that he was it was Winnipeg for six seasons and five with Saskatchewan. Well, he was like one with everybody else. Well, he was with Saskatchewan three times. Yeah. He was with with the Argos. It was more than five years in a row then. What was that, Mark? Edmonton was just your paper pretend signing, really. Kind of. You mean he didn't play a game? Yeah. Well, he didn't really play a game in Toronto either, did he? No. Or Ottawa. Or Ottawa. Or Hamilton. Oh, no, he was in Hamilton for three years. It's got an asterisk beside uh, the Argos and the Red Blacks, but there's no explanation as to what the asterisk means. Uh, I think it means he never actually played for them. He yeah, never played a, a game. Trade. He was only there on paper. I know there was one double trade. There was the Saskatchewan one. Or Hamilton. Hamilton traded him to Toronto. And then Toronto immediately traded him to Winnipeg. Yeah. Right. So he was signed like he was traded to. They had his rights, but he never actually played for them. So that's probably what the asterisk would be. Okay. 
moving on from this because I'm bored. Um, an interesting char- story about Charles Barkley. Now, this confused me because Charles Barkley is this, if I remember correctly, he's a little short basketball player, right? He's not short. <laughs> no. Well, he wasn't tall. He's, yes, he was. He was tall. Was he? Who am I thinking of yeah. then? I thought he was just, just this little short guy. <laughs> You're probably thinking of Spud Webb. <laughs> he was no. short. He was like 5'9". Even that, that what's yeah. his name? With, uh, uh, Steve Nash was a little guy, right? Yeah, he's he was that tall. Basically two meters. So two meters. Barkley was tall. six foot six. Yeah. Okay, so he wasn't the short guy. I mean, for basketball, that might have been short. I don't know. But this this article is about Charles Barkley and the two, uh, 1999. And something about him being a savior. They they lost the Grey Cup is what happened, right? The team lost the yep. Grey Cup. The, yep. the they team lost the team. He was at the same bar that the team was at. Party yeah, this was actually he here was in, in Vancouver. Town. Yeah, he was yeah, in yeah. town for a Grizzlies basketball game, and yep. he he brought them back the Grey Cup the next morning after yeah, all he left the drunk. They left it the in bar, the bar. They were probably all drunk. Yes. Uh, wow. It was Danny McManus too. Yes, and was. Mike Morreale. Oh, was that the Roxy? Big surprise. That's where all the athletes go. <laughs> yeah, the Roxy. Great bar. Hey, did you see my picture the other day? Wasn't that cool? I was in downtown Vancouver, and I'm driving oh, along, yeah. and I went, hey, there's number five orange. Oh, yeah, number five orange. I didn't oh, even I thought you were open now. I think they shut it down. But it looked it looked bolted up pretty good, and and the yep. what did the thing on the window say? Stay home, go outside and play. Well, or they something? they had a, they had COVID issues uh, a few months ago. Yeah. And people were saying that if you went into the number five orange and only came out with COVID nineteen, you've probably done pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classy place. Oh yeah, it it actually is not a bad it, healer bar. It's not. Okay. It, I've actually been there a few times for stags and stuff like that. There there are worse places. Yeah, definitely worse places. It's town. just in a really bad part of town. It's in the. If you've ever heard of the downtown east side, that's it's in the downtown east side. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you leave there, you want to get to your car as quickly as you can. <laughs> Why? I've seen that part. Those parts of BC. They, they mug people down there. You know what? I I have walked the streets of Vancouver, the city of Vancouver, the downtown east side, on several different occasions, probably close to a hundred. Never once have I ever feared for my life in there. Never once. Okay. I always thought that it was pretty easy to get along with. 
I'm, I'm just looking at what, what this is, the Drake Hotel. Does anybody know the Drake? Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I'm just seeing if it's still there. The Drake Hotel down on Powell. You see, that Another, still uh, still exist? Uh, uh, I don't know. It, 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 most of the um, the things come back to two, 2016 was one of the last things that's posted on it. Anyhow. That was where I puked on one of the peelers uh, at my stag. Anyhow. That was too much information. So probably, Charles yeah. Barkley probably Charles Barkley rescues the Grey Cup, gets left at the Roxy, takes it back to his hotel, walks into the other to the bombers the next day, uh, and or the Tie Cats and said, Hey guys, you left something behind. You'd think that that would be kind of an important thing. You would think that after working as long it, that's 1999. It's probably the last time the Hamilton Tiger Cats won the Grey Cup. It would be. No wonder they, 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 karma's a bitch. You leave the Grey Cup behind, you don't get it anymore. Doesn't that make sense? Yep. That happened here in, um, I think it was 91. When the Stampeders won here in the minus 50 game, um, they were just about to get on the airplane. And my boss called them and he's like, You forgot something? The Great Cup was still sitting in the ballroom. Ugh. They actually del- delayed the plane so they could come and get it. What, yeah, what, they had no team? idea. Hmm? What team? Um, I think that was the Flutie Stampeders. That was 91, did you say? Yeah, I think it was 91. Did they have airplanes back then? <laughs> I think so. I, 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 I vaguely remember airplanes back then. 91 would have been the Argos won it. Was that, okay, the Argos. Yeah. The Argos won that it was against it. Calgary that was the year in Winnipeg. Rocket Ishmael and the beer. Yeah, yeah. So it was Toronto, sorry, not Calgary. Yeah, it was interesting how fast they found you, though. Well, you could have Nobody's just careered. completely it. lost it. We broke it. BC broke it. BC broke it. I think everybody's broken it now. Mm. This has been broken a few times. Was it Kelly Bates? I think he was the one that broke it. Yeah, it was Kelly Bates that broke it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Now they're making it heavier because they're putting people's names, actual people's names on the bottom of the Great Cup. I think that's really stupid. How can you buy a spot on a trophy? It's not on the exact trophy. What is it? It's on the stand that holds the trophy. It's a stand. It's a stand that holds the trophy, which makes it even worse. Yeah. That people are actually spending that kind of money. 
to do that. <laughs> he he just helps the CFL. So. I, I just don't understand the purpose of that. I, I I thought I always believed that a trophy should have the names of it of the people who win it. Because that's kind of the rule. I well, always thought that, that. Doesn't that kind of go along with fans buying gray cup rings? Yeah. That's why, that's why I would never do that. Not at the prices it, either. You didn't win. But how many? How many did? How many fake Grey Cup rings did the Winnipeg Blue Bombers sell this year? They're still or selling in the last them. Year and a half. They're still selling them. Yeah. People are still buying them. So. Well, that's because they're, they're still making money. The, they're not buying the eighty-dollar knockoff. They're buying the full-on ones. Yeah. That are Seriously? Like Beautiful losers, what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Really? Come on. Really? So what do you do with that? You go off and show people, like, if you're a young, if you're like a single guy, you go to a bar, oh, do you want to see my gray cup ring? Oh, you're a football player? <laughs> no. I'm just yeah, a fan with too much money. You know, I could see I getting the six, if you're a huge fan, you get the sixty dollar thing and you put it on your mantle or wherever your sports shit is, and it goes with your collection. But these guys are buying them to wear every day. Yeah. Like, you know, my uh, wife, my wife bought me a. I'm gonna go to a trophy a store not- and buy a trophy that says first place. <laughs> my wife What'd bought you- me a Super Bowl knockoff ring. On a Chinese website that cost her three bucks, <laughs> and the thing the thing crazy. must weigh the thing must weigh seven pounds, okay? <laughs> and uh, and it's 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 absolutely massive. She didn't know what she was buying, so she gets it home and she sees this and she gives it to me, and just to enjoy. get a point across. I wore it out in public with her every time we went out for the next three weeks. Oh. <laughs> because the thing was just massive, okay? And now I have it on my keys. It's a it's a paperweight, basically. <laughs> see, I can funny. see if you if you have too much money, go and buy yeah. a Grey Cup ring from one of the players. Because... There's always somebody out there that sure. will sell theirs. There's always one. The, there's always in pawn shops and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. But why would you? Why would you go buy a pay for a knockoff? I I don't get it. I really don't get it. Because you think you're part of the team, then I guess. I don't want to be part of the team that bad. I mean, I'm a massive BFC Lions fan. There's no question about that. There's no doubt about that. But there's a there's a a, a line I don't cross. One of them it's is weird. dressing up, dressing up and painting my face. Okay. Now, I admire people who do that. Yeah, me too. But no. Would I ever yeah, do I don't mind that. No. 
Was that Will? I said I I I like people like that too. Would I do it? No. No. Not my no. style. And, and I I appreciate people who do. Okay. Oh well, no, and they're, I and, they're, and I think about fans. I think about Russ Gordon. Okay, yeah. and he has fantastic and, costumes. Okay, and, and Tony, yep. Tony with the, the those uh, Saskat the Ryder Kiss fans. Uh, yeah, you know, good on them. It's it's just it's it's not me. I I couldn't do that for the same reason. I don't have a tattoo. Well, I, but, and I, I don't feel thing, the need to do to- that. Going back to the the ring thing, if I want to buy a diamond ring, it's not going to be a football ring, okay? No, no, of course Absolutely not. not. Are you going to spend that much money that these people are spending? I'm going to no. buy something that I, I, I want to wear I, that looks good with me, that matches my persona. You know. I'm going to be honest, I'd be embarrassed to wear that out in public. Because if someone comes up to me and say, oh, you won a Grey Cup, did you? No, I kind of just bought this. And it's you not, know what? I mean, even, even um, Charles, I don't know, know if you remember at the Grey Cup in Edmonton, there was a Last certain... There was a certain Toronto Argonaut player who was at all the festivities and he was wearing his grey cup ring from the year before on a chain around his neck. I got no problem with that one. I do. Why? I do. What's the matter with that? He actually earned it. Wear it on your ring. Wear it on your finger, man. Come on. Well, the, the ring itself is pretty big and gaudy. Yeah, well, he's got big hands. This guy had big hands. Okay? <laughs> but, anyways, uh, that's just me. But I don't know. I used to take my rings off and put them on a chain around my neck, too. <sighs> yeah, okay. But you're from BC, well, so you have an excuse. Well, no. When you're working with uh, equipment or whatever else, you don't want to get your well, finger ripped off. Right? Of course not. Of course so, not. So you don't wear you don't wear your jewelry, but you know what do you do with it? You take it off and put it somewhere and lose it? No, I took it off and put it on the chain that was around my neck. Well, okay. I I, I don't see a downside to that, or a problem with it. Well, there's never a problem with anything. It's just I wouldn't do it. That's all. Interesting, interesting. I'm sorry to hear that. I I, I really don't see a problem with it. Uh-huh. Shall we, shall okay. we pull the, the audience? Mark, would you wear a ring around your neck on a chain? No. <laughs> no? No. Why? That's uh, just not me. So if you had your wedding ring on, and you were scrubbing dishes at the hotel, what would you do with your rings? Put them in your pocket? You'd leave it on it and wash the dishes. I haven't taken my ring off in 24 years. 
Wow. I don't even know where my wedding ring is. I lost my wedding ring in Vegas last year. Fell off in the swimming pool. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And you didn't go down to the bottom to look for it? I looked for it for an hour and couldn't find it. I can say something about that, but I know that your wife went to Las Vegas with you, right, Charles? She did. Okay, so that's not a big deal then. You know what I mean? If you went, if you went solo and lost your wedding ring, then there might be that some, could have been a problem. You know, yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. You took your wedding ring off and lost it. What were you trying to do? Get laid? Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you couldn't find it in the swimming pool. Well, did you? No, like, we looked. We had the lifeguard looking and everything. Couldn't find it anywhere. How Probably do you know it was in there? It up and took it. What? How do you know it was in there? Well, that's when I noticed it was gone. I mean, I could it could have fallen off before, but normally something like that, it falls off. You might hear it hit the ground or something like that. But I looked down and I'm like, oh, where'd it go? Interesting. Sorry to hear that. Was it a was it a big pool, Charles? Where were you at? Yes, it was. Oh, was it okay? Yep. Yeah, I well, I have two wedding rings, and I don't. I got a new one. That's okay. I got a a really nice, big, fancy one for going out and being fancy, and I've got an everyday wedding band that I wear. But I I I have worn years. Interesting. Okay. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about with a minute left of the show? Are you excited for the playoffs? See if Sparky can get this right? That's the interesting part. Yeah, I mean, he did he did lose a game for Montreal. Completely lost the game. It's missing. I want to see if my coin flip wins a great cup all the way through, if I can pick him all the way through on a coin flip. You did well this week, eh? Four for four? Yeah. yeah. I've done that twice this year. I've done that twice. But then I've also been O and O and O and O <laughs> on a couple of occasions, too. Uh-huh. Interesting. But we're going to have great cup game, or we're going to have playoff games this week. It's going to be pretty exciting. I'm waiting for that, the video to come up from Sparky. Let's and don't forget, happens. we have the virtual CFL week coming up, too. Yeah, you know what? I meant to put that on the agenda and for completely forgot about it. Yeah, do it for next week and something for Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Okay, um, I'm going to close it off because I need to get going here. And Blog Talk Bitch keeps just telling me that there's only 60 seconds left. Okay, this has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 460. I've been your host, Christopher Jones, and we got to talk football, mostly football. A little bit of NFL here got thrown in there, not very often. Sergio Castillo, way to go, buddy. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, we're hoping for you, bud. You, we're hoping for you. You just keep going. Uh, you play your cards. Take it to court. Sue them. Uh, say good night, Charles, quick. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And Mark. Good night, everybody. Talk to you on Wednesday. And William, who are you going to say? 
What are you going to do? Good Those night. Go Good out. night, everybody. Go Halifax. Go Halifax. Where do you want Halifax to go? He's 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 already gone. The show's not over. He's 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 hung up. He's out of here. He this is why I always put him last. Hangs up. Okay. Goodbye, guys. Good night. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.